Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey there, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. This morning, I'm just reading from John chapter 14, where Jesus says, you know, nonchalantly to Thomas, you know the way to the place where I am going. And I feel like this is an encouragement to us, to the Church of Jesus Christ. There are lots of letters going out from pastors in Australia, pastors with uh, cumulative aggregate congregations of millions, up to a million Australians, the pastor of Hillsong, the pastor of Christian City Church, Anglican archbishops, and they're writing letters to government officials saying that we will continue to invite those who are unvaccinated. So that's very encouraging to me. I know there are a lot of opinions. Um, However, we are called to fear the Lord, and fear is a powerful response. If you've ever had a fight or flight experience, your your pupils dilate, your senses hone in on whatever the perceived threat is, uh, the blood rushes to your heart, rushes to your lungs, and you become hyper-aware, hyper-sensitive, and that's the way we are to be in the Spirit of God, with the fear of the Lord. God is jealous for our fear. He's jealous for our attention. James chapter 4 says in the Passion Translation, God is a jealous lover. He's a jealous lover and he wants you. He wants you. He wants me. He wants your attention. And the encouragement today is that Jesus said to to Thomas and to the disciples, you know the way to where I am going. And I believe that 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 place that he was going was the Father. He knew the way to the Father. It's the narrow road. It's the road less traveled. It's Jesus Christ. It's a crucified life. It's a, it's a life of, of repentance. It's going through the eye of the needle. And surely we are in those days today, right now, whether it's the end of days or the beginning of the end of days, we are called to keep watch. We are called to repent. We are called every day to take our daily bread. And we are called to fear not. And I really believe that you know, with these vaccines, I believe that a lot of Christians are compromised. Think about this. We are called to love God and to be an enemy of, of, of God if we are a lover of the world. The Bible clearly says that you cannot love God and money. The Bible clearly says that God is a jealous lover, that he's a consuming fire. And to to love the world is to be an enemy of God. The Bible says not to put our hope in 
horses and chariots, that that is a vain hope, but to put our hope in God. God alone is our source. God alone is our provider. God alone is our strength. Once we've stepped into the kingdom of God with understanding, then we know that our provision comes from his riches in glory in Christ Jesus, that Christ in us is the hope of glory. Now, I know that there is a political spirit, there is a rational spirit, there is a, you know, a leadership spirit that I do not believe is able to be mixed with the Holy Spirit. You know, many Christians are reasoning to get the vaccine for their health. Many Christians are reasoning to get this vaccine for their travel. Many Christians are reasoning to get the vaccine for the ability to, you know, to travel freely or to honor their government. But who are you fearing? Are you fearing God or man? Are you fearing public opinion? Are you fearing persecution? Are you, are you trusting God that he can get you overseas if he wants to without the vaccine passport? You don't know. The vaccine passport may never come. You don't know. The lockdowns may never end. Who knows whether the government is going to keep its promises because our hope is not in the government. We pray for the government. We respect and honour the leaders. We, we love them. We love our enemies even. We pray for them. And we do practical things like we write letters to members of parliament and, you know, if we feel so led and, and we say that we don't believe that this is fair or whatever. But we must fear God alone. Like Jesus said to Thomas, we know the way. We know the way there. It, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. We must walk as Jesus walked. John said that. He said that if you really are a Christian, then you will walk as Jesus walked. And that is possible by the power of the Holy Spirit who helps us to put to death the deeds of our body that we may live. Now, I know that 70% of Australians have received the first vaccine. And there's still deliverance for you. There's still salvation for you. But I believe that, you know, like if my 18-year-old son, you know, came home rejoicing that the bank gave him a $100,000 credit card, would I be happy for him? A little bit. You know, I'd, I'd be excited because I know the feeling of carrying something in my wallet that gives me a sense of power, that gives me a sense of freedom, that recognizes my identity as a son and as an adult. But I'd be terrified for him, for the potential for him to rack up a debt that he will never be able to repay. If he just received a $100,000 credit card, it looks good on the surface. He can carry it around in his wallet and feel like he's a part of society, but he has just injected himself with a, a debt, a liability. You know, even before he spends $1, if he were to go for a bank 
loan, for a house, for a car loan, they would consider him to have already spent that money. And that is the debt system. Now, many of you won't agree because you're not educated. You're not, you might be a doctor, but you can be a fool and futile in your gathering of knowledge because God has given us a foundation and his foundation is justice and faithfulness. And he's actually provided for us the ability to create wealth. He's told us not to to sign a contract, but to shake hands and for our yes to be yes and our no to be no. That is not naive. That is the way. And he has given us an immune system. There is no need to go on dialysis. There is no need to have have diabetic medication. There is no need to die of cancer or, or heart disease if you eat a healthy diet, if you don't eat McDonald's, if you don't smoke. These diseases are not meant to come. You should not be living in fear of dementia. You should not be living in fear of, of Alzheimer's. If you have any condition, God can heal you right now. Jesus Christ healed the sick. He rose the dead, he walked on water, and he was showing us how we are to live. How far have we fallen if we are putting our hope in man and not God? If we're putting our hope in medication when God has given us an immune system? The very system that he's given us is family. He's given us your family. He's given us the people around us, community. He's given us a healthy diet. He's given us food and sunlight and oxygen. And these are the very things that have been taken away. You know, we're not allowed to go outside for more than two hours a day. We're not allowed to, to go and visit our family. My grandmother passed away last week, two days or three days after receiving her $100,000 credit card. Okay, so so... I only I can't bring people to her funeral. There are 10 people allowed to go. Now, I'm not angry. I understand the government is doing the right thing in that they are managing the situation. I would do my own thing, but 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 they are doing what they can. It's not an easy job right now. But what I'm saying is they have put a $100,000 credit card in front of you. And every six months or every three months or every month, you're going to get another letter of offer in the mail saying, would you like a million-dollar credit card? Would you like an IV drip credit card that you have to carry around with you? You know, they may – I'm going to get off track with my parallels, but who do you fear? Do you fear God or man? Is God going to get you your job? Is God going to get you your freedom? Is God going to get you – your ability to travel freely and to visit your cousins. See, he provided everything we need for life and godliness. So either you believe his word or you don't. Now, maybe you don't have my level of faith. Maybe I have faith to trust God for my immunity. Maybe I have have been through a process of preparation and I should not put a burden on you. But I'm just, I'm not, as I said, I'm not saying that the vaccine 
is the mark of the beast or the end of, of your salvation. I'm saying that it is a test. It is a test to see, you know, who are you going to fear? Who are you going to trust? Are you going to put your faith in God? So thank you so much for listening. I'm just going to pray, Father. Lord, you just promised me an impartation. Right now, I, I lift up the blood of Jesus Christ. I lift up the name of Jesus Christ. I lift up the body of Jesus Christ that was broken for me. I want to thank you that, that you died for my sins, that you, your body was broken, although no bones were broken. Your body was broken, battered and bruised for me, for the listener. And your body is real food and your blood is real drink. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would impart power to these people, power to, to walk on, on snakes and scorpions and tread on them, Father God, that you would bless them, that you would open their eyes to see the truth of the kingdom of God. I pray against any condemnation, Father God, but I pray that they would seriously search the scriptures, search their hearts, that you would remove any mixture from in the church and in their hearts right now, that they would be led by the Spirit of God, put to death the deeds of the, the flesh, that you would weed out of them, that they would do the hard work of weeding out of their mind the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. And I bless them in Jesus' name. May they feel you walking with them today, holding their hand, and taking them into the promised land that you have for us. In Jesus' name. Guys, I love you. Uh, vaccinated or not, we're all brothers. We, we love each other. Maybe it's going to be a bit like vegetarians and meat eaters in the church. Some have faith for meat, some don't. So no condemnation, but we do need to, we need to read the word of God. We need to weigh ourselves against the word of God which is very clear about these things. I'm calling you to repent. I'm calling you and I to repent daily. Don't just lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and he will direct your steps. Hey guys, if you are in Australia, there is a call to prayer on the 15th, uh, 16th, no, maybe 17th of September, which is in around about a day or two. Um, it, you can go to patmacidi.com, P-A-T-M-E-S-I-T-I. There are going to be amazing pastors and, and leaders and Christian leaders and politicians. So it's M for Mary, E for eggs, S for Sam, I for Igloo, T for Tom, I for Igloo.com, Masetti.com forward slash pray. Uh, Reignite Democracy Australia. And it's on this Friday, the 17th of December. Thanks so much for listening, guys.
still and all he is God Be still and all Be still and all he is God Be still
Are you born again? You are a man in a body and you are a spirit man. God breathed Adam and Eve into their bodies. He, according to Hebrews in the Bible, is the father of spirits and he is a spirit. Jesus said, God is a spirit. And he said, he is looking for those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. We are sons of God, daughters of God, but our spirit man is dead. It's not alive until we are born of the spirit. Born again is a an English translation of being born from above. And what Jesus was saying to Nicodemus was that you cannot see with spiritual eyes when you're spiritually dead. Jesus said you need to be born again. So what he is doing and what I'm doing is I'm talking to your body. I'm talking to your ears, your physical ears, your 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 intellect, your brain, these are all biological, physiological. This is part of your ability to entertain life on earth, which is a physical realm. But you and I know in our hearts right now, the Holy Spirit is testifying through my voice to you that you are more than just your body. You know deep down inside that there is more, that there is God. Where did we come from? Where are we going after we die? When you die, what you're saying is you are going to leave your body. Inherently, you know that. So you are, according to the Bible, three parts. You are a spirit that will live forever. You are a soul that is your mind, what you think, your will, what you want, your decision-making, and your emotions. And the Bible is clear that you need to believe in Jesus. You need to confess with your, your mouth that Jesus Christ is God, that he owns you, that he is Lord, that he's the boss. And you need to believe in your heart that, that God rose him from the dead. We can go into discipleship training a little bit later. You can check out the Overcomers series on my website and YouTube channel. And I'm coming out with a another kingdom book, which is more of a, a discipleship manual for you. But right now, why don't you wake up your spirit man? I was born again. No one invited me to church. I was minding my own business, walking around my neighborhood as a teenager when I heard the music coming from a church, a Christian church. When I walked into that building, I knew I was home. I felt my spirit was, was, was about to come alive. And these men came up to me after the service and said, are you a Christian? Now, I thought I was because I'd been to Catholic you know, uh, Sunday school as a, as a 10-year-old. I went to an Anglican school where we did, we even did communion, I think, on a Friday. And, but I was not born again and I would not have gone to heaven in that moment. But I prayed a prayer similar to this and I'm going to give you the opportunity to say it out loud. Wherever you are, don't worry about who's with you. You're on the train, you're in the car, you're at home. Just out loud though, believe in your heart. You know, Jesus 
Picture him. He hang on a cross. He took everything that you did wrong. He literally took it personally. He thought of you when he hang on that cross. And if you believe that he took your sins and that God rose him from the dead, then you can live forever right now. Your spirit will come alive again like mine did and like millions of others around the world. They say there'd be at least 250 million you know, Pentecostal Christians, Christians who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, who speak in tongues and who, who are saved right now. And, and there could be many more than that. So we pray, Father, forgive me for my sin. I acknowledge that I've done things wrong, even willfully wrong, and I ask for forgiveness. Help me to follow you. I believe that you are the Son of God, Jesus, and that you sit at the right hand of the Father now. Send me your Holy Spirit. Cleanse me from my sin and help me follow you and be like you in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. So we just pray, God, would you bless this person listening today, whether they prayed it for the first time or whether they're praying it again. Lord, would you send them help? There is a book that is written about you. It's, it's, it's in heaven and he's reading it out right now. And I just ask the Father to send angels to keep you in your track with God. God bless you. Tell other people about the kingdom of God. Become a student of the kingdom of God. Read the words of Jesus and obey them. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.